The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. All right. Thank you, Tyson. I appreciate you for joining me on the Conqueror Approach. Uh, I, I really appreciate your time, man. It's been such a pleasure having you uh, in my life the last couple of years, and I'm just so excited to get this going. If you can, give us a little bit of background on you. Um, I know you have a lot of things going on, a lot of projects, your entrepreneurial life, your content creation. So just give us a background for the people who aren't aware of your awesome videos and all the great things you're doing. Thanks, man. I, first off, I wanted to say thank you so much for, um, I'm truly humbled to even be on this call with you. Um, you're an absolutely extraordinary human, man, and uh, sending so much love to you. And uh, when it comes to background, my name is Tyson Delacruz. I'm out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, a real estate entrepreneur, uh, online entrepreneur. I've been doing real estate since 2014, started flipping houses in 2015. That's my main source of earnings. Uh, I flip houses. I have a behavior health facility where I house individuals getting off of opiates and heroin, um, do uh, content creation, like Musa said, on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, things of that nature. Uh, YouTube has been an amazing new resource and endeavor for me because uh, I can reach a bunch of more people and share a message of positivity, impact, and influence uh, through my exploration of being a real estate entrepreneur, flipping houses, doing real estate transactions. It's truly allowed me the space and freedom to create content and to be able to impact people through my own experiences of personal development and uh, enlightenment, if you would. So that's a, a brief synopsis, elevator pitch overview of me. Um, I, I do a, uh, an abundance of other things from regards of marketing, uh, consulting for, uh, for firms to help scale their business and things of that capacity. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, again, I'm truly blessed to be in your presence, man. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm blessed to have you, man. I, I remember starting to, to follow you just cause, uh, all the great stuff you're doing in the real estate field. And um, that's initially where I was interested in and then just getting to know you more and just how awesome you are as a human and then the mindset and just, uh, that, that whole thing I resonated with. And then dude, love your YouTube stuff. So definitely I'm going to encourage everyone as I, I tried my best to encourage your videos. Cause like not only are they hilarious, but they just, they have great lessons in it. And <laughs> one of the recent ones that you, you dropped was the perfectionism one, uh, which is kind of what I wanted to touch up on on this episode because something that I struggled with extremely, extremely hard uh, to deal with being a perfectionist, especially in my time uh, in the submarine field, like my navigation plans, for example, had to be perfect, right? Because we can't operate uh, when people's lives are at stake. Uh, so everything has to be done perfectly in a mm -hmm. sense. So that 
training my brain for years of how to perfect my work has been a struggle outside the military, especially in, in an area like this, man, making videos and podcasts and, uh, and just making great connections and relationships, man, and, and beating myself up for not being perfect or whatever. So uh, what, what inspired you to make that video uh, and just really share about perfectionist and perfectionism? Mm. Mm. Man, uh, for a long time, even as a child, um, perfectionism kind of held me back from doing the things that I've ultimately wanted to experience in life. Uh, whether that is, I had to have like the perfect outfit on or my hair had to be perfect. Like when I was a child, I had this part and my hair had to be perfect. No hair could be standing up, you know? And a lot of that, like a lot of that time was wasted. I don't even want to say wasted, but a lot of that time was utilized to create and sculpt this perfect image when the beauty in life and the beauty of the experiences is the imperfectness of, of what it is. And the more that I've developed and grown as a person, I've realized that nothing is ever perfect right? I've been in previous relationships where I wanted everything to be perfect before this thing happened, before this thing happened. Yet I've realized that the, the path to finding the perfect point was hindering me from actually experiencing life. Mm -hmm. And I see that a lot. You know, I see that a lot in the entrepreneur space with the, the students I coach with uh, real estate with people in general is the the whole unfoldingness of life is being in the imperfect mess of it all mm -hmm. so that that essentially what inspired me to to create that that video because uh, I, I I see it with with entrepreneurs like like oh man I have to make sure that my money's right I have to make sure that Mm -hmm. um this this laptop's right the intro's right you know uh, but the great thing about social media is if you put it out and people don't like it you get direct feedback you get instant feedback and you make adjustments mm -hmm. what was one of the biggest things that that idea prevented you from doing early on in like real estate or whatever entrepreneurial on your entrepreneurial ventures what was like the biggest roadblock when it comes to being a perfectionist? Man, that I, that I had to have all the knowledge, that I had to have everything in a book that I wrote down. I had to have everything down to a T, like everything had to be perfect. I had to know what to do, for example, in a real estate space, what to do when I get the contract or when I talk to the seller onto the point until the the transaction's done you know and that that kind of intertwines a little bit with control um but uh i think yeah that that was the biggest thing for a long time i sat on a fence and and wanted everything to be perfect you know i had and that was I had to have X amount of dollars in the bank account before I did this venture or before I did anything. Like it was, it was 
it was not just one specific thing, but it was a combination of the information gathering. Like I had to have everything. Right. Now I, de- I definitely noticed that too, because and when I, my military time, like we had all the answers, we can get all the answers. Everything is like black and white. It's in a book, it's in a procedure somewhere. It's, it's in a directive and this is how it's supposed to be done perfectly every time or else things could break people could get hurt or whatever the case is so that was a conditioning that hurt me really getting started in the entrepreneur space and media and everything um but dude i'm 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 glad you were able to have the awareness for that because i don't know if i would even know you today if you never break broke through that barrier that you created uh in perfectionism so Congrats on that, man. Thanks, man. And, and I see that you're doing an absolutely amazing job with uh, handling and overcoming a lot of that, man, um, with, uh, with hopping in media. It's, it's freaking awesome, man. Content's amazing. I Keep appreciate it going, that. Man. I appreciate it. Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get my YouTube videos to be as good as yours. But <laughs> Dude, they're, they're, they're good, man. They're good. You don't have to be as good as mine. That's they got to be yours, my perfectionism you know? coming up. I'm comparing. <laughs> <laughs> was that one thing that you struggle with too? Was like comparing yourselves to people who already been doing it for like 20 years or whatever. Oh, dude, dude. It's still, it still comes up, you know, like it still comes up. It's not like that ever goes away, you know, like the, the control, the perfectionism, it never goes away. Um, it it's more um it's more understood i don't want to say masked because it's not masked but it's more understood that okay this is like why is that why why does this have to feel this way and 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 you know when i catch myself when i watch youtubers that have been doing this for seven years you know like i look sometimes this was the other day i was literally on youtube and i was like yo this guy's videos are freaking awesome how long has he been doing this and his first video was posted seven years ago. Right. You know, and I'm like, dude, this guy. And then I look at mine and yeah, you know what? I started my channel two years ago, but I actively like aggressively started posting this year. And that's, you know, that's n- nothing compared to what, what this guy's doing. So it's, it's, it's just remembering that I can't compare somebody's, you know, chapter 23 to my chapter one. Mm-hmm. And then we're always on these different journeys and the comparison's a big thing, man. Like the comparison's huge. Um, so I, I got to check that at the door sometimes because I'll, I'll see that and it, it, it won't feel good for me. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. And I'm like, ah, and then I start judging and shaming and mm-hmm. all this stuff comes up and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like that's that person's journey is not Tyson's journey. Right. You know, so this is my path. And however this unfolds, that's for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And then another reminder is like you, you started actively doing it within the last year. Like I can't even imagine how great your videos are going to be in seven years. Right. And then <laughs> people are going to watch you and be like, oh, like, <laughs> look at my video and like, look at Tyson. Like, I'm already like that now. And it's like, you've only been doing it that short. Like, I thought you were doing it longer, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't so realize you were doing it that like in the last year. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube's been the last year. YouTube has been the last year. Uh, I've posted on Facebook and Instagram. Like, I'm going to say like high quality 
high edited or, you know, dec- I'm going to not even say high quality, but like e- edited, mm. polished content on Facebook and Instagram for several years since like 2015. Um, yet the, the format, the formalities and things like that on YouTube are a little different. Mm-hmm. So um, YouTube, uh, again, is like another level for me where I get to unfold more of my creative process and incorporate um, a lot cooler, like some cooler stuff and experiment more. Mm-hmm. Um, where in 2015, when I was simply just posting on Facebooks and Instagram and I was on Periscope back way back when it was, it's like, but I've been, I've been doing this type of stuff for a while. Uh, just like high polish, like the stuff you see now is, is, is recent. So you're telling me it takes practice and time. So you tell oh, me. Yeah. Practice, time, patience. So video number one is not going to be a viral hit unless you're the guy drinking ocean spray on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and even him, you know, like even that gentleman, uh, what's his name? Like chill 420 or whatever his name is. Um, he's like his, he has his TikToks. He's been doing TikToks for like a year and a half, two years. Oh, really? You know, and that, and that video, him on a skateboard, <laughs> didn't go viral until like a month after he posted it. Mm-hmm. So it's, the internet's this cool place where evergreen content can live. Evergreen just, you know, like this, this interview or the interviews you've done in the past or the podcasts you've done will stay on the internet, you know? Yeah. And you'll have this amazing audience that is captivated and they'll just recirculate your content. Right. You mentioned, you mentioned checking that uh, at the door when you see someone who has really great content and you start going into comparison, what, what do you tell yourself to kind of reframe what you're, where that like negative feelings are coming from? Cause like for me, I have to like stop and really reframe and and look at in a positive lens. Like I have to take that judgmental uh, lens off real quick and and change it as fast as I can. Like, do you have something that you interrupt your, your thinking with certain saying or certain, how you, how do you reframe that for yourself? That's good, man. Um, My, well, first is just for me, it's the awareness of it. So as, as soon as I start, for example, I'm, I'm scrolling, right? Like I'm on the thing and I'm like, oh, and then all of a sudden, then what I do is I click on the next video and then I'm like checking, fo- I'm checking subs. I'm like checking views. I'm like this fucking guy. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to cuss, <laughs> but, but this, <laughs> this, this guy or whoever, you know, and I'm like, ah, and the awareness of it, then I have to click off. I click off you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. that, that's not, that's not me. That's not Tyson. Mm-hmm. I'm on my own journey. There you you know, and then I have to, I literally have to put this thing down and, and stop that, you know, mm-hmm. because like I, the, my journey is different and it's just like stopping and awareness of it. And I, I've come to a point 
in, in my practice for me is just being aware is, is plenty enough to just get that mm-hmm. little like nudge for me to say, yo, this, that, that doesn't serve you. Like me mm-hmm. comparing to somebody else serves nobody. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to keep doing me like putting stuff out that, that is me. You know, because then what happens is then we start trying to replicate and start trying to do things that aren't even us. I love that, man. And yours is completely unique to you because of that way of thinking, that awareness. And, you know, this podcast that I did, is, it's a, it is about self-mastery. It's about everyone's journey on self-mastery. But even for me, I have to check myself that mastery isn't perfection. Like, you're not perfect on the road of mastery. Someone who've mastered something doesn't mean they've been perfect, right? Yes. They've just made all the mistakes and they've learned and they've grown and they, they can see a video. Cause even I was doing this yesterday. I saw a podcast yesterday and I was like, this is really good video. Like the, the editing and like the, the, all the production was really good. Yes. I, I started getting like annoyed <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is like, don't, don't be annoyed. Like this is good. Like I can learn from this, right? Like, what can I learn? That's what I I'll ask myself. Like, what can I learn from yes. someone who's been doing it for a long time? Instead of getting pissed off, I'm like, what can I learn? Okay, I can do this now. I can change the way I do this and like, you know, edit it differently or add this or whatever. And it's all growing experience, man. Like you said, we're on a journey. Everyone's journey is different. And perfectionism is just like a big obstacle that does not need to be there. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and it, A, it doesn't, it doesn't exist, right? But that, that's a cool implementation. Thank you for sharing that, man. It's a cool implementation to say, yo, what can I learn from this process? Because mm-hmm. success leaves amazing clues. Absolutely. Yeah. If you look at, you know, I, I watch Lewis Howe's interviews or I listen to Tim. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a Tim Ferriss interview earlier, like right before we hopped on. And I love watching because I'm, I'm huge on cinematography. I love the art of cinematography. And when I watch Lewis Howes' new stuff, multiple camera angles, different set, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's stimulating to the eye. And I'm like, okay, just like you said, what's a thing that I can learn from this? And then I take that one thing and I see if I can implement that one thing. Mm-hmm. And then once that one thing gets like good, then I can move on to the next thing. And then that's, I think that's how we create our own vibe and, and style. So mm-hmm. that's amazing that you did that, bro. No, it's, it's actually funny. Cause like I was watching some of the Lewis house stuff and I was like, this is really good. And like, I felt some annoyance because like, obviously he makes really great stuff, but it's like, no, like it's not a competition he does great stuff. And like, I was trying to learn from that. And then I went back to like his first video, like 10 years ago. And I was like, okay, he started somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, not, like, it was not as good as it is now. No, when he started. no and you, people forget that, you know, people forget that there's this, there's this journey there. It's not, it's a 20 year, five year, 10 year overnight mm. success story. Kevin Hart's a, a freaking amazing example of that. Kevin Hart was doing stand-up comedy and comedy clubs and movies, like crappy movies, for a long time before he even got recognized. You know, I think 
you know, and it was like, he was, he, I didn't even know he was in like scary movie two or whatever it was. You know, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know either. And then, and then, you know, and then he has a big hit 16 years later. You know, mm-hmm. people talk always about these overnight things and it's never this overnight thing, but it's that consistency, that persistency, like the, the willingness to like, keep, keep at it, you know, keep honing your craft. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A Kevin Hart story is amazing. And people, people really forget about that when you hit a certain level of success or, or fame, like there, no one just becomes that successful just like overnight. And if it yeah. is overnight, they're going to be unsuccessful overnight as well. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just going to disappear just as fast as they appeared. The people who stay like Kevin Hart, the like the most, the richest comedian in the world now like he put in the work for so many years oh, yeah. before even being like before anyone knew his name so yep. thank you for bringing that up because like his story is definitely powerful and I, I think it's mainly we want to just focus on comparing us to who we were mm. or like comparing my last podcast to my next one or my, you know, something like that is is more constructive than like beating myself up for not making a production as great as Lewis House that's been doing it for 10 years. And oh, yeah, constantly growing. That helps. I think it's more constructive than making progress. What, what Mm. What are some of the things that you do to just keep yourself progressing on like each project or each video or each venture. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's always, there's always lessons. There's always lessons for me, whether it's in a real estate transaction a real estate flip um, relationship, business relationship, content, whatever it is, even interaction, there's always an opportunity. I think to, I feel there's always opportunity if we allow it to improve. And if we allow ourselves to improve, that means that we're getting better. Or if we acknowledge the, the potential improvement or the possibility of improvement, that still allows space for us to improve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we say, if we got off the phone, like if I got off the phone with my mom and I said, wow, like, did I really come from a loving space prior to me hanging up the phone? Let's say she aggravated me or something like that. Like, did I really come from a loving space? How would I feel? And then... This stuff comes up for me, bro. Like, like how, how would I feel because I got off the phone with my mom in a space that wasn't loving or caring? How would I feel if I wasn't able to ever talk to her again? Mm. Like, you know, so sometimes I'll call her back and say, Hey, you know what? I got off the phone. I was a little aggravated with you because you said this, this, and this. I just wanted to acknowledge that. I love you. I'll talk to you later. You know? Uh, same thing with a real estate transaction. Oh, shoot. You know, I lost, I lost money on this deal. Or I didn't make as much money as, as I thought I was going to make on this real estate flip. And that's okay. Because those are all material things. Those all can come. Those all will come and go in my life. Yet, how can I improve? How can I be better? How can I be better than I was yesterday? How can I be better than this conversation? How can I articulate points better. And, Mm -hmm. uh, those, excuse me, those are things that, that, that I look at. Um, and, and I just, 
I, I try to come from a space of a third party perspective and saying, mm-hmm. Hey, um, that didn't feel good or that's going to feel good. And the other thing that I started doing is I, I love this quote. It's how you do anything is how you do everything. One of my favorite quotes, uh, buddy of mine painted this piece, like awesome piece. I, I love it. And it's a quote that I absolutely love. And for me, it's, uh, how is my future self going to respond to the actions of my previous or, or of my present self? Mm-hmm. So for example, if I eat this half a pizza, how is my future self going to feel about my present self? I'm, my present self is going to feel great because he just ate pizza, right? Mm-hmm. But my future self is really going to have a stomach ache. I have this like instability with my stomach instability with milk and cheese and stuff. It's a, it tastes great. It releases so much dopamine, pepperoni, mm-hmm. so good. But then I feel bloated. I feel sick. I'm like constant, you know, I'm constipated. I don't feel good. So like, I'm like, oh man, I shouldn't eat that pizza, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's how I look at things also, man. And I don't know if I'm answering your question because I'm kind of like oh, dovetailing awesome, everywhere. That's but, a great um, perspective, yeah. But it's like, how, how, is my, how, is my present, how is my future self going to respond to my present self? I went, we went to Arizona Hot Springs and I was like, we went in the hot springs, my shorts were wet and I was going to stuff my shorts in my bag, like inside my camelback. I also had like a sweater in there dry sweater, dry socks, <laughs> snacks. And I was like, whoa, why, why am I doing that? My, my future self, when we get to the car, because the hike was about three and a half miles, when we get to the car, all my stuff's going to be soaked. And I'm going to be so upset. You know? <laughs> like, why would I do that to myself? Mm-hmm. So it, it, ultimately, as I'm speaking to you, as I'm, I'm unpacking this also, it comes down to self-love right Mm -hmm. like how much am i gonna love myself in the future and that also comes with the tag of comparison that also comes with the tag of how can i do better because there's no reason to beat yourself up or to demoralize yourself or anything like that but it's just like yo how can i be better Mm -hmm. that's it how can i be tyson 2.0 I love it. I love it, man. The the conversation with your mom that really resonates because imagine if like we we approached every interaction or conversation that way, you know, where if if I died, would that be the last interaction I want them to remember? Or if I never talk to that person again, is that how I want to show up in their life or whatever the case is. So that, that, that I have to take notes from that because I did write some of that down because uh, I, I sometimes get annoyed with my mom too. So I'm going to talk to this woman. <laughs> She's going to watch this. I love you, mom. Family's the best. <laughs> Family is the best. They pull so much out. They pull so much out of us. Mm-hmm. They Family, the intimate relationship, <laughs> they, they pull so much, like so much beauty. 
mm-hmm. out of it all. So it's, uh, and then that, that's the other thing too, man, is, you know, am I going to spend my time comparing? Am I going to spend my time being angry at, at, at things that I have yet to haven't accomplished yet, you know, like yet to accomplish? Am I going to be mad at that? Am I going to be upset? Like why, why waste time doing any of that? Mm-hmm. And the moments that we have in our current space right now, me connecting with you are so precious. Mm-hmm. You know, if a meteor came down right now, bro, like I'm, I'm happy. Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm happy. Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not thinking about anything else right now besides connecting with you, you know? Mm-hmm. So just, I think I that incorporates it. with presence too. So it is, man. That's just like, is, is time is so valuable and we, we allow ourselves to just have time be wasted being in a pissed off state of, of our own creation. Like if I, like we said, if I watch a video of someone who's doing a better job, why would I create, why would I allow myself to just have all that anger? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's minutes and you know, however long of time that I'm not going to get back. So why not live in a beautiful state? Be happy. Like I, I feel you, man. I have no distraction right now. Like I'm here. I'm present. I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. And that's just like life. We need more of this, you know, we need more authentic connection. And the only way we could do that, I believe is just being present and having that awareness, like you said, uh, and really asking yourself, like, how can I be better in this moment? How can I show up better for everyone I can show up for? How can I not beat myself up over an illusion (laughs) of success that I expected? So Dude, I love it, man. I love it. I appreciate you so much, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and bro, just to just to kind of add to that really quick is yeah, go you ahead. know, that that's as as you're speaking to me, you know, it's not this isn't something that's perfect, right? This isn't something mm-hmm. that I'm gonna sit here and say that I have dialed in. And if anybody tells you, I in my this is my personal belief. If anybody says that, oh man, I have this thing like dialed in, you know. There's so much unfolding that happens. There's so much discovery mm-hmm. that happens. I think it just comes down to the recognition of it. You know, because I, I still I still get in these states where I I'm like this wounded little child and I'm like angry, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like <laughs> but I, I notice it and and my my job, Tyson's job, is to shift that. Shift it like quickly. Not necessarily, like quickly is based on my definition of quick, right. but it's, it's like, okay, what, what was the trigger? Why did that stimulate me? And how can I fix it? And can I release it? Because if I can release it, let it go and, and move on, cool. Absolutely, man. I, I love that how everything is stemming from just your self-awareness. <laughs> like your state is just directed to how aware you are of how you're being in that moment. Mm. And I love it, man. It's great. Self-awareness is like one of the reasons why I've made this podcast. Oh, beautiful, man. Beautiful. I, I think, I think what's, what's been a, another beautiful kind of unfolding, if I can add to it is, uh, is the, the conscious coupling with, with my partner. Um, she's just been a beautiful reflection for me um, to 
allow me to see like how I be in a specific space. Mm-hmm. So, and then this is like a, something is brought up into the space and saying, yo, why, why, why did that energy shift or why was the reaction in that space from, from a, a, a loving space? But like, wh- why was that? And then it gives me an opportunity to reflect because those feelings are going to come up in different scenarios. So mm-hmm. it's the improvement of that. Dude, that's great. That's great. And, and our relationships are really mere manifestations of how we are, mm. of how we show up, you know, mm. which is beautiful. And, and especially in an intimate relationship, most of our reactions are, are first conducted in our mind. And that's why we see it in that perspective that pisses us off or annoys us or, you know, butt heads or whatever the case is. So that's awesome that you and your woman have such a great conscious approach to everything. Cause uh, I admire that in your guys' relationship very much. And you guys are both awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank what, you what was one of the like biggest mistakes you've made when you just started out in in business this might be just like off topic a hard turn but <laughs> no it's uh, all good i i, I know i know it's going to be valuable because the what you learned and the awareness that mistakes have when we look at it as opportunities to grow which i hope everyone listening to this is starting to take notice that you're successful because you allowed yourself to have that awareness to learn from mistakes and not let your fear stop you from doing anything. So what was, what was like one of the biggest mistakes you remember? Uh, It could be in business or personal that gave you the most amount of growth or awareness. Great, man. The first thing that comes to mind is it, it, it really, it really does stem to this kind of perfectionist kind of stem Mm -hmm. uh, where I thought that I had to have the logo just right. Mm. And I had to have like the name, like the company name or the contract, like just right. And I would sit behind a computer and adjust the logo and the positioning. And I I come from an art background. So I originally went to school for art and none of my, none of my pieces were perfect. Even to this day, like if I, I'm just coming to uh, awareness that my people like my pe like people like my pieces and I can point out all the flaws in, you know, Mm. yet, I would sit in front of a computer and I'm like, ah, oh, the, even like the, the residential purchase agreement. I'm like, ah, oh, the placement of the name isn't right. Or the, the underline where you're supposed to write, they're not all equal, you know, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like none of that mattered because I, I was postponing the inevitable of the actual doing of it. And maybe that couples with action you know, it, it took me a while to 
be comfortable with action. And what I've learned through that process is through the act of action and momentum, I'm able to kind of adjust and build things. My, my new, my new uh, thought process when I went from a solopreneur to having a company of like 17 people, it was, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm building a rocket ship, like, and the rocket ship has already taken off. All we have are the seats, the seat belts, and the rocket. We're building the rocket on the way out. And we have enough fuel to get to where we got to go, yet we got to build it along the way with the parts that we have. So that, I think, the delay of action and wanting everything to be just right was, and it still, it still comes, it still, that still shows up. Mm-hmm. But I, I've realized I can overcome the perfection portion and the, the delaying of that by just doing things like just action, you know, just putting it out. Cool. All right. Colors suck. They look, they look crappy on, on <laughs> online or, you know, I think something looks super dope. And then on, on mobile, it sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. So just the action, like delaying my action. That's, that's great. Cause like how many, how many things would we have not been able to do if we just let that delay stop us? Like if you didn't have that awareness, you would have never had the lasting success of your company. You would have never been able to impact the people you've impacted, you know? Yeah. And I think I, I feel that there, there are doors of opportunity um, whether that be like energetic doors of momentum. And the best example that I can give of this is, oh man, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get in shape or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working out. And then you get this rush of energy and you're like, I'm, I'm going to go to the gym right now. You go to the gym and then that's the energy. That's the momentum that propels you forward to be able to accomplish those goals. Let's say you don't take action on that feeling that you get like, oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And let's say you don't take that action. Eventually that, that feeling goes away mm-hmm. and it, it comes back and it goes away and it comes back. But I think you can have longevity with that energy by just doing the action of it. So by saying, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to launch this podcast. Like I'm going to launch this podcast or I'm going to put out this piece of content. And then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. And once it's out or I'm going to launch this company and then once it's like out, then you hand it off to somebody else or you give it to somebody else and then they give it back to you. So it keeps this wave going mm-hmm. uh, because I think we can miss that wave. We can miss that energetic doorway. And yes, it'll come back. Yet, will it be on that project or will it be on another thing? Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just taking that action once we get that intuitive hit to, to, uh, to dive in. That's great, man. And utilize that momentum. Cause like, like you said, when, when that rocket ships in the air, it's really hard to stop too, but (laughs) keep building on it as it's going to keep getting better because that's what I've noticed greatly. Like if I, if I take action, it might be uncomfortable to do something like make a video, but the more I do it, the more 
I get used to being uncomfortable <laughs> and builds more momentum. So you can just keep doing it and keep doing it. And then I imagine at some point it's, it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, or, or you just know how to deal with it so well because you get better. Things don't really get easier, but you just get so much better. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I think, I think that's, that's really cool, man, that you had brought that up. I don't think necessarily, um, I think things get easier because you get better. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think also the fear, the fear of like the judgment of other people go away uh because you're in this state of genius you're in this state of creating you know mm-hmm. i i just i just finished the last dance it's a documentary by mike about michael jordan mm-hmm. on netflix i finished it last night and things never necessarily get easier well they they excuse me they get easier because of the practice of the doing um, but still obstacles come in the way, like whether you get sick or this team's better or whatever, but it's, I think it's just continually showing up. Right. I think that's majority of the battle right there. Yeah, <laughs> show up. <laughs> like show you just got to show up, you know, like, yeah. yo, like if you're good at something, like man you got you got an amazing voice bro like when i when the first the first uh podcast that you that you the first episode i'm like dude this guy this guy has an awesome just the awesome voice man and just the way that everything's so cultivated and it's really really dope you know so when when you're in that flow of genius man like keep like that that's that energy you know mm-hmm I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that greatly. And since I have you, I have to thank you personally, because I don't know if I would have started the podcast without that, those conversations we've had before, you know, and just talking about this similar conversation on just doing it, taking action, not worrying about it being perfect. There was still so much resistance, right? Because it was like, oh, I'm about to launch a podcast. Like, what are people going to think? Like, did I do the intro right? Did, did my volume sound good enough? Like, was it too long? Was it too short? Um, but dude, you helped me incredibly just getting started. So I don't even know if I probably would have still been in resistance if I didn't have like your support and, you know, your advice in the beginning part. Just I'm grateful for the relationship and to cultivate this and, you know, support each other however we can because it's tough. It's tough battling your own BS and your own resistance constantly, especially when you're trying to do something, you know, you've never done, which for you, you have a lot of experience with that because anytime anyone's an entrepreneur, you're doing something you've never done. And, you know, you use your creativity. uh, You get into the flow of genius with your creativity in all your businesses and your content creation and, Dude, I think that's one of the things that is missing nowadays is just allowing ourselves to express the creative genius, which I think you do a wonderful job, man. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Glad, I'm glad you're a your creative genius in your own spaces. Has, thank has, you, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you for uh, thank you for the beautiful compliment too, man. And, and uh, I, I feel that 
you know, we're, we're in our space for, for a reason and, and we're deep reflections. So, yeah, thank you, man. For sure, man. Do you, do you feel like your ability to express yourself has helped you just be more in alignment and bring more happiness and joy to yourself? Because you are, you are sure you are an artist and you know, I, I, I believe every human, you know, we're all creative, but some of us allow ourselves to express ourselves. I, for most of my life, believed I wasn't creative at all. <laughs> and I was just like a grunt that just yeah. played football. And like, <laughs> you know, like I didn't think, I, I didn't think I was an artist, you know? And then like, I start, I'm starting to be aware that like we're all creative and it's just those who express themselves allow their true essence to be shown. So can you elaborate more on just like expressing your creativity and how that helps you align to who you are? Oh man, that, that lights me up, man. That, that lights me up, bro. Because I, I, I do, I feel the same way as you do. I, I feel that we're all artists and you know, we, we, we were children when we were children, we would have these amazing ventures in our mind and, and pretend and have, these friends and play with the GI Joes and, and the action figures and the dollhouses and mm. all these beautiful things. And somewhere along the way, and as we grow, we lose, we lose touch with that play. We lose touch with that connection, the creativity and artists. I, I feel that all of us are artists. Uh, I feel that all of us are, are Peter Pan's. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're all our own little Peter Pan, you know, like you just got to use your imagination, you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's there. And the more that I become in, like the more that I'm able to be authentically me truly, holy smokes, man. It just, it lights me up mm -hmm. because it's filling my cup. I feel like a, like a, like a hybrid, like a hybrid car, you know, like it's mm -hmm. just recharging my battery and uh, being able to express myself through like visually and, and creativity, like, dude, it, it just brings me joy. And regardless on what anybody else says, you know, like whether it's positive or negative, it's like, yo, I did it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, that, and, and that, that stems from a lot with, uh, uh, that stems a lot from uh, living before in a space of, I'm, I'm, I was holding myself back and, and I didn't wanna be old and dying and say, I regret not being the fullest expression of myself. You know, I regret mm -hmm. not doing the thing. I don't think anybody on their deathbed really talks about the success that they've had. You know, mm -hmm. like, I think they talk about the things that they regret and me wanting the intentionality of being creative and informative and educational that that inspires me because that is living from a space of, of non-regret. 
that's beautiful man and i, I have the similar similar ideas like i, I don't want to be able to regret not making this podcast not being able to have these connections not expressing my voice the way i wanted to and that's what drives me man and i, I want to say that because you express yourself that way and i can see you light up you don't just light up for you you light up for everybody around you so your genius <laughs> is a gift to everybody who knows you <laughs> thank you man and thank you it's, it's interesting man because there's still like a lot more there's still a lot mm-hmm. more in there bro. <laughs> hey know? man like, there's no finish line i know, no finish I know. Line. <laughs> it's like oh shoot that's 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 like with the with the i don't even remember those crackers what were they the little caramel crackers that you used to get at the baseball game and then you get the little prize in it or in the cereal <laughs> box with and i'm like oh that's there's more in there you know? <laughs> right Awesome, man. I, I, I'm appreciating this conversation, but before we wrap things up, because I don't want to, I, I know we can go on for do days on this conversation because uh, it just yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> but where where can people uh, really reach out to you? I know you're active on a lot of platforms. Do you have a preferred platform? I'll link all your stuff, your YouTube channel, and all that stuff in the cool. notes. But where where do you like to get in touch with people at yeah absolutely so um they can reach me at tysondelacruz.com uh there's a open blog form on there it's that links to all other platforms Uh, i'm pretty active on instagram and facebook all social media platforms but instagram mainly um and youtube uh, all at Mm tysondelacruz and yeah you'll you can see all my stuff there um and then see all the other business ventures and things like that awesome man awesome i'll definitely i definitely encourage everyone to follow tyson on instagram that's where i got in touch with you at at first man seeing you on a a live somewhere on instagram and i was like i love that guy i'm gonna (laughs) connect with him so i'm glad (laughs) i'm glad you put yourself out there and then your youtube channel youtube channel is amazing so keep up the great work man this this has been an amazing amazing afternoon for this day i appreciate your time and everything you do and i look forward to having more conscious conversations with you brother thank you man i appreciate your time today much uh, honor and respect and uh yeah man i i truly appreciate you reaching out that day too man and it's uh it's been a beautiful journey and i look forward to the unfoldingness of this relationship likewise brother until next time That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.